Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Show. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we are here to talk about everybody's favorite subject, and that is social media for your medical practice. And specifically what we're talking about is whether it's time to get off of social media. So what do you think, Jen? Well, I think it really depends. If you are a medical practice out there trying to attract new patients, you need some level of presence on social media. Now, what that level looks like, that's going to depend on how committed you are to really being engaged in the process. Yeah, we always say you can either be on social media or you can be in social media. And that's a key difference. Yeah, I was thinking about that this morning on my drive to the office. I, um, I drive Tesla. I have full autopilot. Humble brag. I know. I put it on autopilot. Well, I, I'm like, you know, I live at the coast and I was driving Humble in brag. about 45 minutes and I put it on autopilot and it gets me to the office. And I think that's so much of what people have done when it comes to social media. You know, we as a marketing agency working with doctors have been very successful these last 16 plus years because we've been able to keep our prices down for clients because we give them everything. So we give them a website and we give them content and we give them the reputation and then we give them social media. But we're only able to do that because we're on social media. We create great content that then turns out to be an opportunity to create for every piece of content, half a dozen or a dozen evergreen social posts that we're able to then schedule. And it's autopilot, just like my drive into work, but that's not what works anymore. Yeah, and so just to kind of break that down a little bit, when we say that we're on social media with these type of evergreen posts. So um, evergreen posts means you can schedule it and it's good forever. There's it's like no, a tree whose leaves never fall off. Right, there's there's no real expiration date on any of that stuff. Um, and when you do that, there's a couple different ways that you can make these posts. They can be static images, they can be videos, they can be things that you swipe, but really there's no participation from the client when you're creating that. And if you want to be in social media, it makes sense to have this level of participation where someone at the office is really a champion and helping create this content. Now, obviously, that's a little bit more of a lift from the office standpoint, um, but those are the things that really engage and can move the needle on social media. Yeah, I'm going to give you even a further example. I was talking to Danielle on our team who in the past has done everything under the sun at our company here. But um, right now she is leading the charge on all of the account relationships. And so I was talking to her the other day, we have a large ophthalmology practice who got a new marketing director had come in, which is the case whenever you get someone new, they come in with all these great ideas. They see things from a fresh perspective, which is very helpful. And um, she said, look, I don't want to do this like set it and know it's happening social media anymore. I want to be really intentional about what we're doing. And Danielle, in her very accommodating way, which I, I think is the right way to do it, said, great, let's go ahead and let's revamp the way we're doing stuff, which all of a sudden we go from where we can spend 
a, um, a dedicated amount of time staying very efficient and getting a good presence out there for the client. Now we are having to create a very large editorial calendar that involves a weekly meeting that is um, 90% on us to create fresh content, schedule it without a scheduling software, a different content for Facebook, different content for Instagram, different content for reels versus stories, different content now for Pinterest, and just making sure it's all very cohesive and it's, it's very intentional. So I'm chatting with Danielle about that yesterday. And she said, Jen, this literally is a full-time job. I could go from being able to manage 30 clients to one to two clients. And I think that's the biggest difference is when we, when this world of social media came out, it was everybody wanted to be on social. So we create a plan that allows everyone to be on social. And if that's what you're trying to achieve, that's fine. But now you need either an agency that you can expect to pay real dollars for, or you need a full-time person, or you need both. That's how intense social media is. Yeah, and ultimately it goes down, it comes back to what are you trying to accomplish? Because if you just want a couple of likes and you want to produce a report that says there's X level of engagement, that's fine. But if you're really trying to, again, move the needle, like you said, it can almost be a full-time job for someone. I can think of um, a practice that we work with where he actually, so I think it started out as an intern, but now she works with this physician kind of hand-in-hand part-time and helps him produce the, uh, TikTok videos. And it really is like all of her time at the practice. And it's also additional time that he's taking away from clinic and from patients uh, to do this. So he's either coming in early or staying late or just carving out time in his schedule to create this content because he wants to be in social media, not just on it, because he thinks that's giving him you know a big return. And is it? I, I don't know. I mean, I think the jury's still kind of out on that. Um, but it is an area where he's putting a lot of focus and dollars. So at the time of this recording, um, Monday is National Pet Day. And Danielle on our team had a great idea, which is the great idea that's going to bite her in the you know what, because um, this morning I was asked to assign an additional person who could dedicate half a day on Monday to doing nothing but scheduling photos of doctors and staff members with their pets. So this is an example of how social media isn't just, oh, we want to be on social. It's an example of how you have to dedicate somebody full time because you know what? It absolutely makes sense if you're really trying to get engagement to, I don't care if you're a vascular surgeon, a plastic surgeon, or the Dr. Pimple Popper. I don't care who you are. If you show pictures of you with your new puppy, it's going to get engagement and it makes lots of sense to do it. But I promise you, it's going to take a ridiculous amount of time. And it's that kind of stuff that you as the decision maker don't realize when you come up with this bright idea, how much effort it's going to take for somebody to execute. So we'll see, uh, maybe we'll do a follow-up episode and we'll see how much time it actually took to do National Pet Day for all these clients. But I promise you, I was asked to assign somebody another half day, which will probably be a full day on Monday, just to post pictures of doctors with their dogs. When in doubt, post a picture of a cute kid or a dog. That's right. Golden. Boom. And I'm getting a new puppy this weekend. So you bet your bottom dollar we're going to have pictures of my new dog, Rosie, all over social media come Monday. Cannot wait. Today's episode is brought to you by ReferralMD. 
the leading centralized referral management platform for healthcare providers. As a cloud-based referral management solutions platform, ReferralMD helps you manage your referral process like you never thought possible. In fact, ReferralMD clients report an increase in referral conversion of 25% since switching to the platform and increases in operational efficiencies by 37% and a reduction in patient leakage by up to 65%. If those benefits sound good to you, and how could they not, we invite you to visit GetReferralMD.com slash DMT, that's D as in doctor, M as in marketing, T as in tips, to schedule a no-obligation tour of the ReferralMD software in action. Plus, as a thank you for being a listener of this podcast, you'll get 50% off, that's 50% off your implementation fee. All you have to do to get that 50% savings is visit GetReferralMD.com slash DMT. And now, back to our show. Yeah, and I think one thing that we really want to pay attention to is it's not about being on social. Social is a delivery mechanism for your great content. So if you're producing great content, it should start with the content. What is the message I'm trying to get across? And then you might tell that story slightly different based on the vehicle you're using to deliver it. So if the message is that you want to be known as the leading edge doctor for knee um, knee replacements, partial knee replacements. That's your main piece of message. And then you want to understand through keyword research what people are looking for. Then you come up with the game plan of how you're going to deliver that message on the various channels, Facebook, Facebook Reels, Instagram, Instagram Stories, Pinterest, YouTube, TikTok, and about a dozen more. But it should start with the content and the content plan. Yeah, that's a great point. And if you're doing something with, um, let's take that example. So partial knee replacement. I think that content strategy looks very different than if you're, say, a med spa or a plastic surgery. And then social media can become a very um, treacherous kind of place, especially lately. Um, a lot of the things that Facebook now called meta um, in the news about some of the, you know, the, the misinformation and some of the... Um, the effect that it's had on young girls specifically and, and kind of their their state body, of mind. Body dysmorphia. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a real issue. Yeah. And so if you're in that subspecialty, you really need to be careful with the content that you're creating and the strategy that, that you're going after. Whereas if it's partial knee replacement all day long, you can say, um, you can show patients that say, I couldn't walk before. Look at me now. And, and they're running down the street. That's easy. You know, that content kind of takes care of itself. So um, it can be a literal minefield, um, depending on what specialty you're in. And, and again, that's just something that you have to consider when it comes to whether you need to be on social or, or not and how you want to go about that. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I think there's there's perils that you can get into with social. I mean, let's say you hire a full time person or you spend you know 100 grand on an agency and all they're going to do is your is your social. And I'm not saying it's even 100 grand it could be more. It depends what you want to do. You know, like what channels do you get into? I have so many stories or so many podcasts that I will listen to, and I listen to a lot of marketing podcasts, where they will lead off and say, my Facebook account got shut down yesterday, or I've been kicked off this platform. And really, you're going to spend 100 grand plus producing great content, and somebody else is going to own it, and it could go away tomorrow. 
I don't know from a business strategy if that if that makes the most sense. And it really boils down to is, doctor, what are you trying to achieve by being on social? And once you understand that, then you can create a plan that's going to work. And then you pick a channel or two. Yeah, if you're going to be on social, it makes sense not to put all your eggs into one basket because really you're renting this space from Meta, let's say, as an example, and it could all just go away. And then you've spent a ton of money and put a lot of time into content that now you can't use anywhere else. So it makes sense that if you're going to be on social media, uh, you may want to consider your channel very carefully and actually be on several of them. But make sure that if you are on several, you're actually active, engaged, and paying attention to each one of those channels. You're not just scheduling it and then looking the other direction. I think that's a great place to end. So um, thank you so much for joining us. With that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips show. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find us minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.